You're listening to In the Event We Don't Make It with Tori and Amjad. I'm Tori Stapleton. And I'm Amjad Osman. And this is In the Event We Don't Make It. If you come across these files, this is what was going on during the coronavirus 2020. So make sure to tune in to see exactly what was happening. Or don't. <laughs> Let's jump in. Today is Saturday, bro. March 28th. It's my mommy's birthday. That's right. Happy birthday, mama. Happy birthday, ma. How's she doing? She's doing well, man. Just chilling in a, chilling in the crib, reminiscing on uh, old birthday memories. Just kind of reliving those. It's crazy. I, I woke up today. I didn't even know what day it was. <laughs> I don't know if you saw it. I don't know if you caught it, but I posted a picture of my mom, uh, uh, like, like a throwback picture of my mom and dad. Um, and initially, my caption was, uh, it's Throwback Thursday, but also it's my mommy's birthday. Hell yeah. My sister texted me and was like, Throwback Thursday? I'm like, <laughs> what? She was like, motherfucker, it's Saturday. <laughs> like, <laughs> crazy, bro. Crazy. That's, I didn't even know what hilarious. day it was. And, you know, it's crazy because it was up for a while and people started commenting and saying happy birthday to my mom. Nobody checked me on the Thursday thing. Nobody bothered. I don't think anybody knew what day it was themselves. I, 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 bro, last time we talked, I said the same thing. I'm like, yo, I don't think anybody that I've spoken to knows what day it is. Yeah. If it wasn't for my calendar, I, my, I would right. be all over the place. But again, you know, for, for <laughs> me, I'm used to this. But yeah. uh, what's, what's your mom doing at home to celebrate? I mean, I'm, I'm assuming she's on a lot of yeah. FaceTime calls. Yeah, she's probably just FaceTime in a way. Watch, she's probably watching Netflix. I think she just got Hulu yesterday, too. Oh, nice. Um, yeah. So my, you know, my dad, my dad called me yesterday, uh, her and my mom and- and uh, my sister were at the house just watching TV. And I guess they wanted to watch a movie that, you know, wasn't available on Netflix. So my dad called me. He's like, yeah, man, how do you get the Hulu on the on the TV? And I'm like, bro, you got to I'm like, man, you got to have that. You got to have the app and you got to have an account, bro. So it's funny. They're, they're getting the swing, get, getting in the swing of things. Your, your dad is funny. He's catching on and more and more technology. Every he week. is. Last man, week he, he joined Instagram. Big Mont. Now he's on uh, on Hulu. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm he wondering just, what's next. I don't know, man. I don't know. Next, he might upload something to the cloud or something. You hey, know man. What I mean? Who knows? Listen, man. Once once they get that uh, that that federal relief check, you yeah. you gonna see you gonna see people. It's like uh, the ta- what's it called? Tax season, right? You start to see a different side of people when they get that check. Yeah, you gonna act, definitely gonna act brand new. Oh know? yeah, oh yeah. We got. He we used got- to be crazy. Thing is, he used to be like really up on technology. Like you see all my home videos and whatnot. My right. parents. My parents always had like video cameras and, uh, you know, all sorts of technology, computers, all of that. And then he just stopped for a while. And by the time he tried to come back to it, it kind of like, you know, it was like he didn't even understand. He missed, what he he missed a lot. He kind of missed, missed a wave. Yeah. yeah. So, so now he's actually, he's not as intimidated by it now. He's actually asking questions and, you know, us as kids, we're, um, we're helping him out and he's getting back on track so it's, yeah. it's kind of dope to see man he, he he told me he jumped on uh on benji's live dj as is live the other day it's like yeah man i saw your boy was live man i jumped in there i was chopping it up with him he's like <laughs> commenting going back and forth yeah like, it's funny, it's, it's funny to see them to see older people uh, you know interact with technology especially technology that we had been already using for quite some right. time because i think 
we use it and we see it differently. And, and obviously for us, there becomes one mainstream way that people communicate with one another. And then suddenly you start to see people like our parents or even kids asking mm. questions about the products or the technology in ways that we didn't even think about. Right. That's, that's why they have those uh, test groups or, you know, where they bring people in and they give you a product to taste it or to try it or experience it. And you're supposed to go back in and tell them about your product experience, right? It's the whole user experience design journey. Uh, and, and it's funny because like my mom will be on Facebook Live just streaming random things that I would never even think about. Right. So she called me the other day and she's like, hey, uh, I think Facebook blocked me. I said, why? What are you doing? She was like, well, I was... I was going live on, on Facebook. I said, okay, doing what? Right. She's like, well, I kind of just angled the photo, the angled the camera towards like this little speaker she has, I guess. And she was just playing uh, like verses from the Quran. And I'm like, mom, come on. You know, they, they think that this is some, right, some right, hoax right. or exactly. you know, something's going on. Like, come on, come on. You're you Muslim. You can't be doing you that. You can't be doing that. <laughs> She's like, what do you mean? What What is the problem? I said, mom. They might think that you're trying to plot something or you're trying to excite people and bring people together. Right. And, and, you know, obviously she did it from the kindness of her heart because she wanted people to listen that knew about it and join in on it and talk to her about it. She wasn't thinking that, you know, it might right. be picked up as some malicious. Yeah, that it might be uh, <laughs> violating the uh, the guidelines. Right. <laughs> like, you know, not, not even in terms of the fact that it's not her music or whatever, because, you know, Facebook is big on that. Oh, they're huge. Inst they Instagram, not so much. But, uh, but Instagram is pretty like big on, on Instagram Live. That's one of the things that the DJs were complaining about. Really? Um, yeah, because it's cutting them off. It's just just it'll like it'll, turning them off. It'll turn them off, and then they gotta go live again. So it's like ah. after a certain amount of time of you playing uh, copyrighted music, music, somebody else's music, it'll 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 turn you off. I've and noticed you gotta that. Wait. So so in a lot of the lives, they cut off, and then you, and then they're like, "Yo, if it cuts off, we're jumping right back in." They they kind of they, they let D nice rock. They they, they, been, cut, they cut him off a couple times. They cut actually. him off a couple times, a couple times but times, they've yeah. been letting him um him rock a lot more than yeah. uh, the smaller DJs. I don't know if he uh if he had a, a call with Instagram, if he got some I mean, they must have just seen the fact yeah. that he was bringing so many people together and we're exactly. like, you know what, we're going to let him live. Exactly. It's but, okay. <laughs> but a lot of these other DJs are getting cut off and, you know, I don't I don't know the exact amount of time, but, you know, but I, I don't know either, but it's it's been interesting to see. Um, before we jump into other conversation, I want to talk about a couple of really historic things that happened over the last week. Mm -hmm. The federal government finally passed a $2.2 trillion bill. I ain't seen none of it. I, bruh, neither, <laughs> neither have I. I'm going to explain to you in a minute who has, okay. who, who will be seeing some of it, uh, as well as what it includes. Uh -huh. uh, but on top of that, another really crazy stat from last week. Every week, the United States government reports the number of people that are unemployed, people that applied for unemployment, as well as the jobs numbers. Mm -hmm. Normally, the jobs numbers are positive when the economy is pretty good. Uh, but last week, we saw 3.3 million people apply for unemployment benefits. Last week alone. Last week alone. 3.3 million people. So I, I did some digging because I'm like, oh my God, that's crazy. That that puts us at an employment rate of around 3.6%. But people are saying that the, the rate is actually probably closer to 5.5%, mm. especially because in big big cities like LA and big states like California, they have we have an unemployment rate around 3.9%. So 
not only do a lot of people not have their jobs, but there's also a lot of people that are also still struggling to get onto the website and apply mm. because the websites have all been crashing. So people think that we're actually closer to around 5.5% unemployment rate. Um, and according to Washington Post and a bunch of other uh, different uh, editorial uh, newspapers, people are saying that around April, there'll be close to 40 million people that are unemployed in the United States. Jesus. 40 million people. It's outrageous, man. It's pretty fucking crazy. It's outrageous. I mean, have we ever seen anything like this happen so rapidly? I, th I, I don't think so. I think uh, the last time the United States reached uh, an unemployment rate close to the one that we have right now, was I think was in 2015, uh, and that's from the Washington Post. They said that, so uh, I'll let people fact check them, but 2015 mm. was the last time we got even close to this rate. And I think it's going to be a lot worse than that. But there is this $2.2 trillion bill, right? Trillion so, with a T. With a big fat T. What if? What does that look like? What do they house that money? Man, I, I think they, they, just, they just made it out of thin air is, is yeah, what, is is what they did. They but just, Yo, we're going to need y'all to print up, print up some more money. Yeah, We need more. It's pretty crazy. But you know what they're doing I is a majority shit. of that. Uh, $2.2 trillion is going to a lot of different places, but one important place is that they're giving one-time direct payments up to $1,200 for individuals and $2,400 for couples with $500 for each kid. Mm. So um, Suddenly, I have 10 kids. Suddenly, <laughs> you got 10 kids, that's $500 a pop, but it's a, it's a one-time payment. And a lot of that is dictated by how much money you make. Mm -hmm. If you make less than $75,000 as an adult in, a, in, one, in a, one adult household, you'll get the $1,200. But if you make a little more than $75,000, they have this calculator on the Washington Post website where you can use it to calculate just how much money you should expect. Mm -hmm. You can get around $550 for people that are between the $75,000 mark and like the $99,000 mark. So it seems like everybody that is under $100,000 is getting something. I'm not sure what happens after that, but um, I think that's kind of how it looks. And so it'll be interesting to see what happens and how fast they get those checks to people. What they're saying is if you paid your taxes in 2018 or 2019, that the government already has access to your bank account information. And so they may be able to directly deposit that the bread into well, your checking account. Rules me out. <laughs> it's been a couple years. It's been a couple years. I'm off the books. But you know what? I'm off the book. I don't think you're the only one because I think there's a lot of people that uh, fall in the same position. Right. And for those people, they're going to be sending them checks. Uh, so it could take a little while. But let's let's we'll see. Let's take a look at what exactly makes up this 2.2 trillion dollars. Apparently, 500 billion of it is to make loans, loan guarantees, or investments to or in businesses, states, and municipalities damaged by the crisis. So. Disaster uh, loans. For a New York City. Yeah, yeah disaster loans, right? Yeah. So for a, a city like New York or even Los Angeles, they'll be able to go out and give small businesses loans to keep them afloat or to just help them, I guess, deal with the, the damage that's been this caused is, so far. This is wild. They just, they getting everybody on the hook. Oh, they really It's are. fucking crazy. But, I mean, I know there'll be like, uh, you know, there'll be like low interest rates and probably long-term mm -hmm. loans, but it's still like kind of. It's a it's a good way to get everybody on the hook, bro. It's you a, it's a great way to get everybody on the hook because <laughs> because you need the money. You yeah. you need the, the you know these small businesses to be operating because they are part of what what makes the United States engine the economic engine kick, right? Mm -hmm. But 
another part of that federal bailout, basically, or this relief plan, as they're calling it, is a $25 billion grant that goes to airlines and $4 billion to cargo carriers to be used exclusively to pay employee wages, salaries, and benefits, and set aside another $25 billion and $4 billion, respectively, for loans and loan guarantees. So $25 billion is going to the airline industry. That's, that's a beautiful thing. Is it though? Because these are these are airlines that make billions on their own. Listen, uh, I think is I don't know. So you're saying that they can already pay? The airlines already have enough money to pay. I would say that the airlines already. See, have I don't. I don't. I don't know that. I don't know that to be true. But if that is true, then um, then I would agree that they don't need it. But if yeah. <laughs> if they do need it, we need to fly. But those prices got to come down. Yeah, I mean, look, look. Those the prices of these flights, man. Like, <laughs> look what happened during the last hurricane in Florida. I want to say it was Delta Airlines that had a price ticket that went up to almost like two thousand dollars because so many people were trying to get out of Florida and they saw that there was a surge. So and they so they, and, and so yeah. they say raised the price through the roof. Fucking so you're awesome. telling me those same people want now a handout? Right, right. You are a multi-billion-dollar business. I don't think that $25 billion is, is a reasonable amount to be giving to them when they're already not only taking bread, but getting a bunch of other different you know federal grants to help them. So anyway, we'll leave that one alone. But the next piece is yeah, $17 I billion. I, I don't know. I don't know enough about it, but <laughs> I, I, I would like to get back to flying. I'm, I will say that. Yeah, me too. <laughs> me too. Another $17 billion in loans and loan guarantees for unspecified businesses critical to maintaining national security. $117 billion into hospitals and veterans' health care. Another $16 billion for strategic national stockpile of pharmaceutical and medical supplies. $350 billion in loans for small businesses to cover salary, wages, and benefits worth 250% of an employer's monthly payroll with a maximum loan of $10 mil. Uh, and there's some other ones in here. So um, there's quite a bit happening. But we today in the U.S. hit over 2,000 deaths. 2,000? Over 2,000. Did you catch that? Nah, I didn't. I, I just been, like I said, it's been a very slow day for me, brother. Um, 2,000 deaths. Out of, in, in how many cases 000. have been reported? I think. Let me see. In the United States as of right now, it says that New York Times is saying over 113,000 just in the United States. Is that right? I don't know. More than 2,000 people in the United States infected with the coronavirus have died, according to New York Times. Database tracking cases and deaths. Yeah. Wow. I, I guess we are over 100,000 uh, people with the coronavirus here in the United Man, States. Man, I've been seeing videos from hospitals in New York and, you know, uh, oh, it's nurses, scary. you know, hopping on live. And um, just from 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 what they're saying, man, it's just a, a war zone, you know, at those hospitals. It's just one nurse said just people people dropping like flies over there, man. So That's my, nuts. Well, my uncle's in the hospital now, man, wait, awaiting his testing. But, um, you know, all signs are, are, are pointing to COVID-19. So it's crazy, man. I, I feel like at this point, everybody, everybody knows someone. Yeah. Or know someone that knows someone who is is, is being affected by it. Yeah, and it's just I don't know. It's wild, man. It's wild. It's it's I, scary. I, these numbers think. are just I, I can't really look at the number because it's like I feel like the more yeah the more they test the more they're gonna you know these exactly. numbers are gonna skyrocket. So I don't really I don't really pay attention too much to um, those numbers. 
Um, I don't know what to believe, but I do believe people who are on, you know, on the ground floor, you know, and just giving us a snapshot of what they're seeing. 20% of the cases reported, I saw this early this morning, 20% of those cases reported are coming out to be healthcare workers. Apparently, 51 of the, the doctors who flew to Italy to help them kind of deal with the crisis there, apparently 51 of them died. 51? Doctors died. Really? Yeah. The people that we need to be working and saving people's right. lives, are 50, 51 of them, I think, died in the last two or three months. <sighs> it's, it's really, really pretty insane. Bro. We uh we got to reevaluate these salaries for these uh yeah these these nurses healthcare workers. And healthcare workers first responders period like we definitely have to reevaluate after this yeah man i I, th- I think them as well as our teachers and and you know right public workers i mean i, th- I think i saw a video of uh a bus station right outside of a community living area in new york city and the bus workers were going in there to change buses at, as throughout their shifts or whatever. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, I, I heard this crazy noise in the video, which was like people banging together ch- uh, cups and uh, hitting pots and pans and clapping and cheering for oh, them. Oh, yeah, I saw Because yeah. they were switching their, their buses or whatever or checking in for their shifts or clocking out. Um, and, and I think we're starting to see more and more people empathize with what's happening in the world but also really appreciate and, and show love and respect for the people that are helping us take care of all this right so that's been amazing to see absolutely but we're still right now rising in a much quicker rate at a much quicker rate in the united states for the number of cases than any other country that has had so motherfuckers don't listen so people don't listen it's, it's, it takes a lot to sit an American down, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Bunch you're not, of hard, you're we're hard headed, bro. We all think like, oh, it can't happen to me. And I get it. I'm like, I, I'm like that sometimes. I mean, yeah. we've never really dealt with anything like this or this magnitude on our soil. You usually see it in these other countries and it's like, ah, America's strong enough to, and, and, and we have been, you know, strong enough to, to combat a lot of these different things. And now, it's here yeah. and it's very real and it's spreading, but you still have people out here who don't believe it's real. So, I mean, it might, it, it really might take some strict enforcing of, of the stay at home law or, you know, it, well, it might take that because people, people are going to be outside, bro. You know, speaking of that, Trump tweeted out that he was going to suggest or implement some sort of wall or barrier to try to keep the states of New York, New Jersey, and Connecticut separate to prevent people from spreading the virus across those borders. Um, but after he tweeted that, a lot, he got a lot of backlash. People were saying, how are you going to police that? How are you mm. going? Like you're, you're basically, I think Cuomo, Governor Cuomo of New York, said that uh, you're basically institutionalizing uh, war between the states if you do that. Right. And and so he quickly calmed down. But he said that apparently the, the city of New York is really struggling to keep people separate. I signed up for their emergency alert system and I've been getting text messages from them every day where they're telling people and reminding people to stay inside, to keep a social distance of six feet or more. And apparently it's it's okay. Some The majority of people are following the rules, but there's quite a bit of people that mm-hmm. the city of New York is considering fining $500 a person to get them to stay inside. 
And so it's <laughs> a good way to get some of this money back. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> it's a good way to start getting some right, of the building right. building back towards this two trillion dollars. We're gonna give though. you this twelve hundred dollars, but uh you've been outside three times. Yeah, give us we back. We caught your yeah. ass. Give so us back. you actually <laughs> owe us three hundred on top of the twelve hundred. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's 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 a crazy time, man. But I guess uh we'll yeah. just keep doing our part sitting here at home and yeah. and then just trying to pass the time. We we started a new show the other day. Oh and, yeah, man. And I think we're we finished all the episodes that are currently out. It's only only five. Five episodes, yep. Yeah, we're talking about a show called Dave. Hi, I'm Dave. Lil Dicky's show. <laughs> Hi, I'm Dave. I should have so catchy, man. I love this show. I love this show. It's definitely what's, what's it about? It's it's the white Atlanta. Uh, <laughs> that's the best way I could describe it. And anybody who's who's watched Atlanta, you know, Donald Glover, Childish Gambino, whatever you know him as, um, you know that show is amazing. Excellent writing, uh, great cast, um, beautiful supporting roles, and Dave is all of that on FX. Lil Dicky is hilarious. I mean, he's a clown. Yeah, I mean, their ability to capture awkward is amazing. Yeah. in this show, and it, it's it's everything, man. It, it, this last episode was honestly my favorite. Yeah, me too. Uh, this very last episode, I don't want to spoil it for anybody, but um. You know, his friend Gator really, really comes out and comes into his character in this episode. I saw him on Twitter today. Somebody like posted something about him or he was, I, I didn't listen to what the video was about, but I saw the face come up on my, my timeline. I was like, oh shit, is that Gator? <laughs> yeah. What's, what's, what's his name? I actually don't know. I, we'll have to, we'll have to look yeah, it up and, and look find up, out. Cause, cause I'd be interested in following, following this guy. He's, he's yeah, pretty he, interesting character. He seems like a really and interesting And what he guy. does you know he's a hype man. what he yeah what he does on the screen in this last episode is something that i feel like is very difficult to do and again i don't want to spoil it so you guys you guys have to watch it and maybe we'll talk about it in a later episode i forgot but, about yeah. that yeah but but basically this this show is like you said it's it's uh the journey of Lil dicky to become who he who he is today right um and he goes through a bunch of different obstacles where people don't think he's good people kind of you know devalue him in a way and he finds himself just hustling and putting himself out there and and you know one thing leads to another and he turns out to be a phenomenal not just rapper but really a personality right and i think for us as people that are watching him and who are are aware of who he is it's kind of cool to see this man on screen doing right. his thing because he does remind me a lot of of childish gambino and how he did that uh, donald glover um and i i loved atlanta and i thought atlanta was a brilliant show and this is you said it perfectly this is just like the black atlanta i was like oh yeah this this is exactly like that, except this is the white version of it. But ironically, there's he's the only white person. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, that's funny. It, it, I, I didn't really realize that. No, he's not the only white person. I think his, his manager, his crew. Oh yeah, that yeah. Yeah, his yeah. manager um, is yeah. is very white. Actually. Yeah, he's very white. That's, that's very true. <laughs> <laughs> he's okay. There's there's the two of them and his girlfriend, right? <laughs> oh, his girlfriend is pretty. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, his girlfriend is pretty, man. Remember, his manager was 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 trying to tell him that he was a. That 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 he uh, had a conversation with Ty Dolla Sign. Oh yeah, he couldn't pronounce. it. He's like Ty Dillerson. Ty Dillerson. Ty Dillerson. <laughs> he said, and 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 I think Lil Dicky said to him, or Dave said to him, he was like, uh, "What what are you saying?" He's like, "I think Ty Dillerson." And he's like, "You know, it's not respectful to call him by that because it's shorter." Right. And he's like, "He's like, well, I just wanted to be respectful to him, so I called him Ty Dillerson." He's like, "Bro, that's not even his name." 
<laughs> Hilarious, man. So you guys got to get on this. It's on Hulu now, I think. Is it? I think, yeah. Oh, I, yeah, I, saw, yeah I got an email yeah, from them. Is. They say that it's it's on Hulu. So while you're on Hulu, make sure to check out Snowfall. Give give Dave a listen because Dave or a watch. Dave is hilarious. Um, Great show, excellent show. I've, I've never seen Handmaid's Tale, but I always see that up there, and people seem to really like good it too. I, I've yet to watch it. Maybe I'll start it now since I have time. Plenty of time because <laughs> <laughs> I have all the time. Yeah. Did you ever find Gator's name? It's just Gator. His uh, yeah, I found him on Instagram. It's uh, his Instagram is. I was just on it. It is G E D Gator. G E D Gator. G E D G A T A. Interesting. And I guess this is him. I I didn't know. I didn't know this guy existed. But I, I told you he's like he's, he's like Snoop very Dog. real. He's awesome. He kind of looks like Snoop Dogg. He gives me that same vibe. Yeah, that's what you get. Yeah, I guess lanky, long hair. Maybe maybe Snoop and like Wiz Khalifa yeah. back when Wiz was mad skinny. Yeah, is what did he put on? Wiz put on some weight. Yeah, he did. He, I guess he was in the weight room. I, I don't yeah, know what changed. Drinking his, but. his protein shakes and all that. <laughs> Getting thick. He looks <laughs> like it. You know, he has a, a YouTube series. I, I don't know if I, if, I, if I can call it a show, but he has a YouTube series where they go behind the scenes and they document some of his journey through uh, different shows that he did. And there was one scene that really stuck to me. A friend of mine named Connor was like, yo, Jed, you got to watch this shit. And he was just trying to explain to me the, the energy about mm-hmm. the energy that is Ty Dolla Sign. Right. Not Ty Dolla Sign. The energy that is Wiz Khalifa. Mm. Right. Uh, and so in that episode, he's putting oil in his dreads. And I guess the oil makes it softer or whatever. And as he's explaining it, he says, people ask me all the time, you have dreads. Why don't you just let it be and just let it rock? And he was like, well, the energy you put into it is the energy you get out of it. And he said, that's not just my hair. That's my life. Mm. And so I've always believed the same thing as him. The energy you put into something is the energy that you're going to get out of it. And so I, I put 110% of my energy and my, my passion and my soul into the things that I do the same way he does. He just happens to do something that is on a much bigger scale. Right now. But yep, that, but yep. that, yeah, right now. But I think that mentality is something that should exist within us no matter what we're doing in life. And so I loved seeing that. And, and it just it just reminded me too, there's a lot of other personalities out there that are rappers or, or like even Carmelo has his own uh, YouTube channel. He has Mellow Mondays, which if you haven't seen it, it's actually really entertaining. The latest episode he put out, he had gone to some uh, vineyard, I want to say, and he was tasting the wine. But he talks about some of the journeys that he's going through and what it's what a typical day is like for him. And I think it's just a reminder that we can all create and that we can all have uh, a creativity within us that's unique to us and that we should capitalize on it. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. Yeah. As we sit here and chop it up on our new podcast, we thank everybody for listening. Um, Is there anything else on your mind? Not really, man. Maybe uh, what series I'm going to watch next, but you know, maybe it's Handmaid's Tale. I don't know. <laughs> I, I really don't know, man. But I'm, I'm big chilling right now. I'm actually thinking about these... Uh, this Beyond sausage in, in, in the refrigerator that's thawed <laughs> out and ready for me to cook. Beyond, I've yet to eat a real meal today. I woke Beyond up, I is an chips. interesting brand, man. Yeah. You said you had some chips. Yeah, I woke up today. I had chips and uh, chips and uh, hummus. And then after that, I had two cookies, um, chocolate chip, chewy. Um, <laughs> yeah. Chips Ahoy. You're making, Chewy. You're making our listeners hungry. Yeah, well, you know, this is what this is what I ate today. Um, you're supposed to be keeping them in the house, not trying to get them <laughs> to go to the grocery store. <laughs> Maybe they have it. Maybe they have it in, in their cabinets. But I ate like a, a child today. 
So I had chips, hummus, then I had two cookies, pudding. I did have two. I had two pudding cups, uh, sugar-free though. Uh, let that be known. That counts for something. Uh, that, I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then I had uh, I had some more chips, another type of chips. I actually had I had tortilla chips with the hummus. Oh, okay. Good stuff. But then I had some uh, some 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 uh, salt and uh, cracked black pepper. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We yeah, we the, thin the kettle. No, the kettle joints. Oh, okay, like the, okay. Yeah, I don't know. I, don't I, know I see you've called. completely given up on uh, making food. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna make this beyond sausage. Yeah, it's getting I mean, harder it's, and harder. I can't. It is getting, it's getting harder. harder. It's just harder like I don't to, to feel cook. like cooking. I uh, really don't. <laughs> Actually, I wish I. Damn, we only got fifteen minutes. I wish I could get over to get over to Ralph's and get that fish. Oh, the the fried, oh, yeah, the fried, fried salmon. salmon, fried salmon. I know that sounds crazy. They're like nobody fries salmon. Ralph's fries salmon. Look, look, this guy got on into the spot. A, this guy got into an argument with the guy at Ralph's who makes the fish because the guy wasn't in a good mood. And Dickhead. and the guy basically told him, "Yo, don't be fucking telling people that we fry the fish or that we cook the fish back here." And Tori's like, "What do you mean, dude? It's your job." He's like, "He's like, yeah, don't don't tell people that, man. I'm tired of cooking." Like, I'm like, "What?" First of all, I went there and I and I and I ordered a pound of 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 Atlantic salmon. And fuck every anybody who says salmon. My mom says that sometimes, and it makes me mad. So not don't don't. I'm not gonna say fuck my mother. I'm not gonna say that, but <laughs> sorry, ma. Happy birthday! But uh, <laughs> but yeah, man. So I asked him for a pound, and then it was like a pound and a half when he measured it, and I was like, "Yeah, I kind of just only want a pound." He's like, "Don't be difficult." <laughs> like what? Like yeah, bro, he got, he I won't. Attitude. Had an attitude, started getting snippy with me. Like I'm like, bro, put the put the seasoning on my shit and dip it. You know what I mean? <laughs> Drop it. You know, he had an attitude. Then, like I said, I, I was on the phone and I was telling one of my friends, I'm like, yo, you got to try this fried salmon over at Ralph's. You know, <laughs> actually, Doc put me on. Shout out to the yacht Doc for putting me on to this. And, uh, you know, uh, I'm addicted to it now, but I'm on the phone and I'm like, yeah, man, you got to come try this fried salmon. And he's like, don't don't tell people we do this. Like, what? He doesn't want people to know. Yeah, he doesn't want people to know. He He's said, I'm lazy. tired of cooking. He's I'm like, lazy. what the fuck were you going to do? Yeah. Listen, I, I think, I, I understand, you know what I'm saying? I told you, I worked at Taco Bell when I was 16. Mm-hmm. And I, I hated when people would come and, you know, ask for all these complicated orders. Right. And, you know, we, we do it, right? The, the store does it. Any restaurant you go to, if you ask for some complicated shit, unless it's a restaurant that's just known not to do that stuff. Right. They, they're, you know, people can go in there, ask for them to basically make you an entire plate from scratch. And people do it. And and it's kind of annoying because you're trying to just get your job over with and do the simple things. And you're not getting paid to deliver above and beyond. But some people, they go out of their way to try to help people. But then there's some other people like my man right here yeah, he who ain't trying to do nothing. He didn't give a fuck. No, nah, no. Nah, he's like, no, 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 no. I hope that if anybody got fired from Ralph's, <laughs> he was one of them. <laughs> the next time I go in there and he has something to say. They're hiring. They're, they're short-staffed. Really? Bro, I remember the other day when me and this guy went to the grocery store, I, I think a couple of days ago, and I said to him, I said, oh, man, this coronavirus shit got people really acting different because we walked into Ralph's and everybody's all of a sudden like, hello, welcome to Ralph's. I'm like, damn, ain't nobody ever said hi yeah. to me when I walked in the grocery store before. I guess they realize that that bills in, are real and they're essential workers. and They are. They should be getting paid like essential yeah. workers because I'm not working in the grocery store. Yeah, yeah, it's not my it's not my my cup of tea, but um, 
No, I'm, I'm saying right, that's right why now, right that, now. No, 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 that? no. That is a place where you get a lot of exposure, right, bro. Right. The, the grocery store down the street from my house in Ohio, my mom, uh, the one that my mom goes to, apparently somebody there just got tested positive oh, for the coronavirus man. in the grocery store. A worker in the grocery store. Yeah, so, that's rough. That's so if rough. so, if you can avoid it, hey man, I'm trying to avoid it too. But yeah, you know, it makes salute, a lot of sense that you them. say that they're hiring and they're short staffed because that's the only reason a guy like that would be able to survive. Because <laughs> <laughs> if they had a surplus of workers, I know his ass would be long gone. He'd be on the chopping block. I can't imagine if he was like that to me. Uh, you know, uh, a paying customer who came in yeah. there didn't ask for anything extensive. I didn't ask for anything outrageous like hey man throw some lemon pepper on the fish and drop it yeah. in the grease bro yeah. 10 minutes i'll be back to come get it you right, know i didn't right. ask for anything special so um i could only imagine how he treats his you know his co-workers or i will give him the benefit of the doubt right because this is kind of a unprecedented time and i imagine nah, he's this working was, a lot this was this was before this oh, was before, this was before it got crazy, crazy oh word yeah this was oh, so before he was just it got acting crazy. crazy just nah he was just acting crazy and oh. actually actually now that i'm talking about it i'm getting mad all over again bro <laughs> and and you know maybe we should just change the subject or something because like <laughs> the next time i see him it's gonna be bad for him right <laughs> if you listening right now fuck you seafood man <laughs> <laughs> choke him with some atlantic salmon so so with that <laughs> thanks again for listening to us uh we hope that your coronavirus files are filled with some some laughter and comedy even through this entire nonsense as things continue to unfold and we wish you nothing but good health and fortune and seafood man word we're looking for you word hope you get fired <laughs> fam <laughs> fuck out of here see y'all later take it easy thanks for listening Peace. later